0: Welcome to Awakening Genius. This is a podcast and community dedicated to your inspiration and your elevation so that you can live fully creatively expressed. I'm your guide Dijon. Thanks for being here. Stay tuned in to get lifted. Before we get started today, I wanted to invite y'all into something very special. If you resonate with this energy that we're expressing here, then this is something that you will probably enjoy. It's an opportunity to deepen with our community and expand your current network of creatives. We now have a program here at Awakening Genius that is designed to help you embody the infinite creative potential that you have. We all have equal amounts of creative possibility living within us, and it's our work to embody it and ground it so that we can consciously co-create a world together. Now, some of us don't identify with the label artist, but being an artist is not about whether you express yourself through a specific medium, like painting or drawing. Being an artist is the level of presence you hold when you do anything. That's why an original painting is infinitely more valuable than a print, because the artist actually interacted with that painting and infused it with their energy and consciousness. Art is an energetic transmission, and it's not limited to the things we traditionally think of as art. When your grandmother cooks you a meal and infuses it with love, that is artistry in action. So inside of the awakening genius container, you learn how to cultivate high vibrational energy into the temple of your body through yogic practices. And then you will practice wielding that energy through creative exercises with community and play shops led by a diverse range of creatives. So you can express your artistry however you choose to. If that sounds intriguing to you and you wanna learn more and you wanna deepen with us, go visit www.awakeninggenius.club The link is also in the show notes, so you can access it there. We're looking forward to building with you, and now let's get into the episode. What's good, everybody? I hope that y'all are having a blessed day. It's 6 a.m. right now as I'm starting this podcast. I got up at 4.40 today to do my meditation and then do a really challenging yoga class that I was in resistance to almost the entire time. But it turns out it was really fulfilling. And when I went outside and smelled the fresh air and looked at the trees and felt myself, everything felt amazing. And I never regret getting up to do my practices. And yesterday I had intended to get up this early, but when I got up, I just was too tired. I couldn't sleep in the middle of the night. So from two to five, I was up. And then I tried to get up at six and it just wasn't working. So I went back to sleep. And got up for a little while and then went back to sleep again and slept for like three more hours and didn't really get out of bed until 1 p.m. So the reason why I'm sharing that is because both things were appropriate based on the situation, based on the present moment. In an ideal world, I would have a very consistent morning practice where I get up and I do my meditation, I do my yoga, I do my journaling, I do all that. And most of the time I do. But when it becomes too rigid, that's when I lose a sense of connectedness to the present moment. And that's what this podcast is about. It's reflections on discovering your own truth. Because there's a time for structure and discipline. And there's also a time for flow and presence. And even though those things may seem like they're opposites at points, all opposites are actually the same thing. And this is an idea that I've been studying from Hermetic philosophy. And Hermetic philosophy is an esoteric teaching given by Thoth, who if you don't know who Thoth is, he's a pretty cool figure to study. He's supposed to be an eternal being that reached these really high states of consciousness through wisdom, and he's an ancient being, and he doesn't have to die. He can just recharge his physical form, and supposedly he is the being that gave the Egyptians all their knowledge and also The Greeks founded their civilization based on his learnings. So the Hermetic philosophy is a way of being and seven specific truths that he conveyed about the ultimate nature of reality. And one of those truths is, is that all opposites are actually the same thing, just in different degree. So, what that means is that things have polarities, but it's actually one continuum. An example of that that everyone can understand is water. And not water like the wetness, because that can change form, but the actual chemical components of water, which is two hydrogens and one oxygen, H2O. So, water can exist in many forms it can exist as water it can exist as ice it can exist as steam and even though ice and steam seem like they're opposite things because one is really cold and one is really hot they're actually the same thing they're both h2o it's just the h2o particles moving at different speeds So in steam, the H2O particles are moving at a very rapid rate, at least relative to how fast they're moving when they're water or when they're ice. And in ice, they're moving at a very slow rate in relation to how fast they're moving in other states. So how does that apply to our day-to-day human experience? It applies because Everything that exists is a combination of everything that is, meaning you may have a masculine body, but you have masculine and feminine energies within you, or you may have a feminine body, but you have masculine and feminine energies within you. And the combination of these masculine and feminine energies is where creation happens. In the most literal sense, the combination of the male sperm and the female egg produces life. But on an energetic level, that's how creation happens in any form. If you want to create a piece of art, you have to have the raw talent, but you also need to have some sort of technical skill and structure to put the talent in. Are to put the form in, right? Like in a painting, for instance, maybe the feminine is the raw paint and the masculine is the structure, it's the canvas that you put the paint on. So there's an interplay between those two things that makes the piece of art. And to bring that all the way back to me sleeping in one day and then me getting up another day is the masculine side of me craves discipline and structure, and the feminine side of me craves presence and full engagement in the present moment, and either one of those things, if they're allowed to fully dominate my experience, becomes imbalanced, and I can either become too rigid, which is overly masculine, or I can become almost like lethargic and unmotivated, which is an imbalance in the feminine side. So the invitation is to find a healthy union between the two poles. So I hope all this is sinking in. I know I've jumped around many different places, but touching upon this point in many different ways hopefully helps solidify it in your awareness. And how that relates to discovering your own truth is that everything is true. It just depends on your state of being at that time. Is water ice? Yes, that's true. Is water steam? Yes, that's true. They're both true, but it depends on the circumstance. So when you're evaluating the right action to take in a given situation, maybe one person is gonna tell you to be structured or disciplined or gives you some sort of masculine advice. And another person is going to tell you to be feminine and in tune and aligned. And it's, yes, both of those things are true. And what's the deciding factor around which action you should take in the moment? You are. You have to know what is true for you in that moment. And it always changes. The point of being alive is to be able to tune in to your soul's guidance at that moment and make an embodied choice of your soul. Now, I would imagine that we all have experienced our soul speak to us at some point in our lives. And to me, I consider my soul to be that intuitive part of me that like, really knows what's up, that really is telling me how I should act in order to Be my highest self. And there's another part of me that maybe wants to do something that's comfortable or familiar, but that I know ultimately is not going to get me to the state of transcendence that I want to. And it takes practice to be able to discern what voice is which. And you end up following those voices and then you start to get feedback around what voice is which. So I'll give another tangible example. So in contrast to my morning ritual, which is pretty consistent, my nighttime ritual is still being formed. And lately I've been doing a better job at forming it, but a lot of times I will binge watch TV until I fall asleep on the couch and maybe smoke a joint. And it doesn't seem like that big of a deal, but it's not as conscious a way to go to sleep, and enter into the dream world as I would like it to be. And I've done several different things to move myself into a more conscious way to go to sleep. And when I do those things like journaling or yoga or saying my prayers or giving gratitude, I feel better. And when I end up st- sitting in front of the television, smoking a joint, I do things like eat cereal late at night or end up eating a whole bag of chips, right? And stuff that doesn't seem like a huge deal, but the difference between journaling and giving gratitude for my experience and thinking through my next day and unconsciously eating chips on the couch take me to different places for my total experience of life. And you get the life that you create, right? You get the life that you create. So I'm committed to having certain experiences and for the full realization of my potential. And I know that one of those paths is taking me in that direction and another one isn't. So even though on some level, I may be called to do both of those things when I'm faced with that choice, I know one thing is ultimately going to lead me where I want to go. And the same thing is true for the morning ritual. Like when my Sonos alarm starts playing music at 4.30 or 4.40 or whatever, and it's asking me to get up, in that moment, I don't want to get up. And when I see that my yoga practice for that day is going to be a power yoga class, I'm like, oh, my body's not ready for this. And I I start to try start to make excuses for why I don't wanna do it, but I just keep doing it. And like I said, when I get to the end and I'm in my savasana, and then I go outside afterwards and smell the fresh air and recognize the inner spaciousness that I've created and recognize how good I feel, I never regret it. It always feels so good. It's just, even though it's a pain to get out of the bed, in the morning, if you make a commitment to watch the sunrise every day for a week or something like that, when you're watching the sunrise, you are never going to regret it, right? Like you're always going to appreciate that moment of watching the sunrise. Whereas if you make that decision to binge watch that show until 3am, which I have done many times, and then you're tired, really overly tired when you go to sleep, and really overly tired the next day you will regret that right at least in one sense because i don't regret it because it informed the choices i want to make in the future but i do recognize that it wasn't my highest path and therefore it's maybe not something i want to repeat so I'm just sharing the process of discovering my own truth, which is experimenting, choosing something in the moment that feels right, but also having the awareness to recognize the effect that it has on me, my consciousness, and just my state of being. And the only person you have to answer to really is yourself because you know what your highest expression of you is And that really is the point of life. It's to be able to tune into your soul, the non-physical part of you, and make a choice to follow its guidance to make it an embodied experience. There's no wrong. You can't do anything wrong. But you can have a deeper, more aligned experience of your true self. And that is what the point of life is, to continue to align and have a deeper and deeper experience. And that's what we're all looking for. It's not outside of us, it's within. And we can use the things outside of us to access that inner feeling. And it requires tuning in, it requires taking inspired action. And we have the strength to do that. We develop the clarity and the wisdom Through living. So, you don't need to beat yourself up when you fall short of your idealizations of who you feel like you're supposed to be because you're just gaining more information. And without the contrast, you wouldn't be able to recognize the difference between those experiences, anyways. So, the contrast is part of it. Light and shadow work together to create contrast, to create a dynamic image. To create something cinematic, to create an interesting story, to create peaks and valleys, right? You can't have one without the other. So I invite you to give thanks to all aspects of your life and all aspects of life in general. And have the courage and the playfulness to explore yourself and what turns you on. Because it's going to be different at each moment. It's not just discipline or it's not just flow. It's the combination of those things and being able to choose which direction is the right direction at that particular time. So... That's really what I wanted to share today because I've been feeling a deeper alignment within myself and my creative expression and just my whole experience of life. And really your creative expression is not just your output, it's your whole experience of life. Like I wanna live my whole life as a work of art. It's a great invitation, right? And my experience is totally determined by how present I am supposed to be with myself. So I know that it's a simple concept and I found a lot of ways to say the same thing, but to me, it's really the only thing to remember. It's the only reason we're here. And thank you for listening. I hope that this was of value to you I hope that you feel good about where you're at and that you're forgiving of yourself when you feel like you've done something that's brought you out of alignment and know that you can always choose in one instant to come back into alignment because there's only two states of being. There's in alignment and out of alignment and it always happens in the moment. So, no matter how far out of alignment you feel like you've come, you can stop compounding those decisions and make a choice to turn back to yourself. Because home and truth is a direction. It's not a destination. This life, this beautiful life that we are here enjoying, it goes on forever, infinitely, eternally. So it's always about making the enlightened choice in the moment. And that is today's reflection on how to discover your own truth. You are your own guru. The things outside of you that resonate as true are just that, they're reflections of your own truth in that moment. But ultimately, you are God embodied having a unique experience that never will be had by anyone else. So have the courage to live your experience with joy, with playfulness, and with presence. Sending so much love to all of you. Share this with somebody if it feels useful and enlivening. Have a blessed week. Talk to you soon. Peace. I hope you enjoyed that episode of Awakening Genius and that you feel closer to embodying your full creative expression if you like what we're doing here leave us a five-star review on itunes connect with us on social media at awakening genius and if you want to go deeper into anything we talked about on this episode you can go to awakeninggenius.club this is Dijon much love peace